With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like I said, um, removing the tweet will be removing my support for him and his return. That was what my agenda was when I tweeted it. Um, and I think anybody trying to discontour or misconstrue what more my support was has a separate agenda. All right, another episode of the College of History Podcast. Joseph Pavone, Joel Pavone's here, Sean Dutra. You know, I wanted the Celtics to at least extend this win streak to 10 straight. But the Chicago Bulls had other plans, man. Damn it, the Bulls beat the Celtics in Chicago. Uh, man, I... I Again! Like they were like one run short, man, in that fourth yeah. quarter. One run short, 121 to 107. Uh, DeMar DeRozan was playing out of his mind, man. That, that, uh, that run when he just went off on his own, and it was just like, oh... Okay, so this is the kind of night we're going to have. It still felt like the Celtics had a chance to come back in that fourth quarter because of Malcolm Brogdon, man. Him being back into the lineup, he was just making his presence felt. He was leading that second unit, and uh, they, they, they fell short. They fell short. They fell short to a team that just was really hungry for a win, right? People have been sort of questioning the Bulls over the last couple of weeks that they've uh, they slipped below 500, 7-10. and 10. But the hell with the record, man. I, I knew going into this one, this is going to be a tough-ass matchup. And I, I may have just gotten too excited talking to damn Sean Dutra during look ahead. You know, I, I gave him the uh, I gave him the, the, the 3 and 0, you know, I gave him the Dutra special. Yeah, man. It blew up in my face, man. It blew up in my face. I mean, not for nothing there. They were, they were riding a four-game losing streak, so that was a good prediction. Yeah, but, uh, you know, it would, have been a, it would have been an impressive win to see the Celtics Let's be know, uh, eliminate a 21-point deficit, which they, they got pretty close. They got somewhat close. They made it what? A two-possession game, maybe maybe a three-possession game, but it felt a lot closer than it, than it was. They should have won that game. They should have won. They should have. They should have. They should have started better, and they shouldn't have come out. I feel like they uh, they always have some issues in Chicago, as we've known, like over the yeah. Past. What's up with that? We can beat them at home, but when we go to Chicago, it always feels like something's a little bit off with the team. I don't. Place, place, guys. You know. 
Yeah, but I, and even even the, on the the lone win against the Bulls at home, that was like they squeaked that that went out. I think the Bulls get up for for the Celtics pretty pretty significantly, and then also a little added pressure with Tatum going back to his hometown. Some uh, you know, or closest team to his hometown, where you know, Chicago. Well, you could say that about a lot of Midwest teams, but yeah, but but I mean, you saw you saw the like two hundred people travel there. You see that thing. Yeah, yeah. Caleb says that they took two megabuses. I, yeah. I know the vibes. Those megabuses, man. Yeah, those things, man. <laughs> those things, bro. Yeah, exactly. The megabuses, yes, the megabuses. <laughs> um, but uh, I think my biggest takeaway from that was like, I think Al Horford played probably his what worst game of the year. I mean, all right. See, we're gonna do this whole thing. We're just gonna go go see who played worse in that game and be like, oh, you're the reason. Come on, man. <laughs> and I'll and and I'll just throw it out there, man. Let me guess. You got the box score up right now, don't you, Sean? <laughs> Actually, just Sean looking up and down the box score. Who can we blame on this? No, 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 no. I'm I'm throwing some things out there because I'm gonna get to my main reason why we lost that game. And the, did the Celtics did they or did they not come out looking like? Well, yeah, the first half, yeah, they were, they couldn't throw the ball in the ocean, yeah. So you that's, say, what, that's what Tatum talked about. He's, he he pointed to that. That was the first thing he pointed to. Just you would say maybe they were distracted. Maybe because Jalen Brown came out and did all that rigmarole day of, night of, night before the game when he's in Chicago. All right, all right let's, you, talk, let's talk about Al Horford again. We'll go back to Al Horford. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> that, I'm just saying they play there. Well, he was definitely forcing the issue. I, I guess you can, you, can, uh, you can put him in there in terms of what went wrong. The Jalen Brown going over five to start, but he turned it around though, right? Yeah. He shot fifty percent by the end of it. Um, some costly turnovers. Actually, I wouldn't even call them costly. There were some turnovers that were just. Um, I, I felt like. I felt like there were turnovers that the Celtics made up for in that fourth quarter, but that huge run that the Bulls went on, or that that drop that the Celtics um, went on those last couple of minutes. I mean, that was it. Like there, there was the the. The margin of error was that thin at that point because it was midway through the fourth. Um, the Celtics did manage to get it to eight, but then the Bulls kicked it right back up to double digits. So. Yeah, the th- the third quarter when they started out the third quarter with the um, I don't know, it was like a twelve to four run. Like I thought, okay, this yes. is where yeah, this is that, where they're gonna like you know right. make their make their comeback and take the lead, and then you know it might be a back and forth. But it took they did a, they had a couple of runs in the third quarter and maybe maybe one significant run in the fourth, but they actually just ran out of gas at the end of the day. I mean, you got Smart that was coming back from a two-game absence. Uh, you know, he's not at full strength right now. I'm a little concerned about that now that I'm, you know, talking about it. But um, you know, what? Smart's ankle, where, oh, he's, yeah, yeah. where he said that he potentially will miss more games as the season goes on. But, I mean, Brogdon, had a, he had a good one. He had a, he had a uh, you know, coming off the bench, obviously, he, that's, he's, that's his role. Uh, he had a, a lot to say after the fact. He put his team on notice, like, yo, this is, this is unacceptable. All four losses have come from two teams. So, and and also, I mean, the three point shooting. This team sort of goes and comes with three point shooting, right? So, live and die by three, kind of thing. Is that what you're saying? A little bit, a little bit. First half, there, I, I, they, they, they were really, they weren't dialed in enough to hit to go on any type of run with three pointers. And I feel like when they're not doing that, they don't get a good, solid, like, you know, oh, they got to be over forty percent. It seems like, or or damn near close to it. Um, well, they were damn near close to it, Sean. Yeah, oh, they were. Thirty-eight <laughs> And listen, but not the, the fifty-three pointers. The, the fifty-three pointers that were attempted 
Jomazula said, look, I got to go back and check it, but they look good to me. I mean, he's he's always been the kind of coach that says, if the shot is open, if it's a good look, then, then take it. You know, if, if, it, if it falls, it falls. If it doesn't, then we got to amp up the defense a bit. You know, I, I think what Missoula's always been about is he doesn't mind if it's 53. He doesn't mind the, the quantity. As long as they're quality shots, then he's okay with it. So it'll be interesting to see what he says after because this was right after the game. And, and um, you know, of course, he'll speak before the Celtics' matchup against the, against the Mavericks. But, I mean, Sean, you bring up a good point with the with the Jalen Brown thing. Well, I, maybe I should say it's a good point, but you brought up with Jalen <laughs> Brown, um, the whole thing with Jalen Brown and social media and um, pretty much what was the talking point going into the game after shoot-around because of um, what he uh, the video he shared the night before, which was uh, a, a group of uh, supporters for Kyrie Irving who he initially thought that were, that's was exactly what they were doing. That they were just supporting Kyrie Irving coming off of an eight-game suspension, but we found out that, that wasn't the case, that this was a uh, uh, controversial group. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Controversial. Yes. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> I mean, look, I don't... Like, one, I wasn't there. Two... We're going off second-hand reports, but there isn't a whole lot of, you know, as, as to who this group was. What? But, um, what, Sean? You tell me. Like, who who were these guys? They're an anti-Semitic group that is out What are they there. called? The Black Israelites, I believe. And they're anti-Semitic? Okay, yes. Or, or the pamphlet they're passing out is anti-Semitic, right? I mean, that's the thing. Like, you don't just go in and... And, and look, I give... I give Jalen credit because he he dialed it back. He said, "Look, I didn't know who these guys were." That's um, not. But at the same time, it it doesn't it doesn't mean that what he did was. What am I trying to say here? All right, I just feel like what Jalen Brown did was admit to his mistake, did it, you know, said it, put it out there, explained himself the next day and saying that what he thought it was, and instead of being like, "Oh well, what I put on my platform." It's up to me. Yeah, I don't yeah, even yeah, want, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, he didn't get defensive, yeah, you know? Yeah. He took responsibility. I think, I think it's a great lesson for for athletes is to say, look, if you're going to talk about, you're going to mention something, you have to really do your homework because sometimes it could be something that's really damaging to your image and could be something or group or symbol that is the opposite of who, of who you are and who you stand for. But, yeah, Jalen messed up. I don't think anyone disagreed with that. Yeah, no, he, he's been, he's been consistent with the support of Kyrie Irving. And I think he saw that as, oh, this is supporting Kyrie Irving, right? But, you know, taking a deep breath. He also, he also definitely thought it was a, uh, what do you call it? A fraternity or whatever. Oh. He definitely thought that. Like when he put up the pictures of like the, the, the girl, like the frat, I'm like, all right, I can kind of see how you made that connection, but like, a little was off. he really going to pull up that deep, like outside the Barclays Center? Like, I don't Just know. a bit outside when it came to the comparison. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how many uh, historically black colleges are are located in that area. Like, like this isn't like you know down south where you know they're they're, they're everywhere, right? Like, I don't know how many of them are going to make the trip up to Brooklyn to show support for Kyrie. But you're like, you're like okay. you know what, Jalen Brown's right. Let's go up north. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go yeah, handle let's our go business. Up north. Like, yeah. Like, now, all those all those HBCUs or whatever, like they're not going to. I don't know if they're going to travel all the way up to Brooklyn. I don't think there's a bunch of them. You know. And what is it, City College or whatever that's right near, that's right near the arena. All right, but, but I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it this way. Brooklyn I'm gonna, CC. I'll put it, this, I'll dive into this because I'm just not. But <laughs> if he thought that, if that was the case and he thought that's what it was, say, yo, my bad, 
I thought these were this group, delete the post, and then don't go on a diatribe about how this is related to takeoff getting shot outside of a bowling alley, bro. Like, are you serious? Like, what was that? How did you get from this? You messed up. You posted something anti-Semitic, and now you're going to bring... You're just babbling and getting it back to takeoff? Honestly, I, I think if you want to keep it... If you want to put it in layman's terms... I think what Jalen was trying to say, or what he, he could have just said, but it would have it would have came off. It would have been like, "Oh well, this guy's supposed to be like so smart. Why did he say it like this?" I think what he what it boiled down to is, when the majority, especially celebrities, right, majority of black people see like support, and there's a bunch of other black people. They just it's something inside them that just says, "Man, I like that. I'm proud of that. Like, great." Like, so he jumped the gun. He did, especially when you consider why Kyrie was suspended. When you think about why he was suspended and, and, and what what this whole thing turned into, yeah, you got to make sure you do your research. Wait, let me check to see who yes. are these guys outside the Barclay. Like, like this is a touchy I, subject, so it was very, it was very, uh, what do you call it? It was just very not professional, but just naive of Jalen yeah. to just go ahead and yeah. post that. Be like, right. oh, this guy must be this guy must be a fraternity. This guy must be like a, just a, a group supporting Kyrie. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. If you actually think about it for one millisecond before reacting, even if you think it's a, uh, you know, a group of people with the right mindset, you know, uh, supporting the right thing, supporting the black community, awesome. They don't give a fuck about Kyrie. There's so many other <laughs> that they should be out there supporting. Point taken. <laughs> You're not going to have them, oh, 300 of them are coming for Kyrie. Kyrie's not someone that everyone needs to stand up. That's for. what I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? That's a that's a that's an excellent point. But because, like I said earlier, Jalen has be been so of, consistent. He'll be in front of the the runoff in Georgia. No, you're right. But because Jalen, because <laughs> Jalen's been so consistent of like the support of not just you know uh, Kyrie, but just the player association in general. Like he's just like he just jumped the gun. He jumped the gun without without I, doing his without doing his research. But my biggest thing, I obviously people yeah. make. It's a touchy subject, man. You got you got to do your research with stuff like this. You just yeah. have to. But then also to to, to circle back to what, what I, I I've been saying for years is just like, why do we give these basketball players so much power? Like, you know, they're gonna make mistakes like this. But yeah, go ahead, John. No, I to your point exactly. He's gonna make mistakes, and that's fine, man. Like. You you thought it was something else, you but he didn't go Kyrie on this one, though, Sean. Right? He could have went Kyrie. He could have been like, "Well, I what I put on my platform is whatever, and I don't need like." He could have went that route. Oh, because he's not he's not deleting it. He won't apologize for it. And he said, "If anyone that's coming at what I post on social media is uh, they have an agenda, right?" That's what he said. So I I think that he isn't backing down. If he was, and he really believes, like I. I made a mistake and I should feel, I should feel like, oh shit, this is going to negatively affect people in a way I didn't intend. Just take it down, apologize for it and say, yo, I fucked up. I bet everyone will be like, oh, all right. It happens. Right. And then it, then it's gone. But instead he's got this, a little bit of a background of like, 
the media is not going to control what I do or the, the, the opinions aren't going to control what I do. And I'm, I'm okay if you believe in that and totally cool and I, I respect it. But then if you're going to have that platform, then you damn right need to be responsible for every single thing you're putting out there. And, and that's sort of like, you can't have it both ways, Jalen Brown, right? Yeah, I'm kind of surprised he's not deleting him. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah, but he, did, but he did tweet, you know, kind of explaining himself like, oh, I fucked up kind of thing. No, I know. But he also said he's also said he's not deleting it. Well, he's not deleting it, but he also put up the reason or, why, why he, he tweeted it and the actual group that he thought they were. <laughs> I know. I know. So if you fucked up, guess what you're doing, though, still? Your post, your 650K followers are still seeing the black Hebrew Israelites outside protesting or, or declaring their cause against. So that was definitely for them, though. Yes, I just want to make sure. Really, all right. I don't think I know. We got a picture of the pamphlet that they're passing out, but sometimes you never know with these type of things. People just want to jump on the bandwagon. People just want to, you know, just to be controversial, get themselves on TV and stuff. Have some clout, if you will. I, mean, yeah, have some clout. I don't think this conversation is really going as far. No, no, you're right. But then, at the same token, though, you have to realize that, like, <laughs> the difference between Jalen Brown and Kyrie is Kyrie refused to apologize refused to explain himself even until he got suspended then he was like okay my bad i i shouldn't have done that i shouldn't have said that jalen immediately was like yo i messed up but you know here's my explanation to why i said what i said and he's 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 feeling like i don't need to take it down because like the tweet that he essentially he retweeted it it's not like he put it up like he wasn't outside the Barclays Center recording it himself. Like, oh, look at look look who's outside in support of uh you know of Kyrie or whatever. It's a retweet, and all he said was energy. You know, yeah. it's not like he was like. <laughs> I mean, he spell it out for the people. Yeah, but, so, no, because he because again because he's he assumed there was just support of Kyrie, not not yeah, but, not handing them you know disinformation or or having another agenda. Because that's exactly what it was. Because you're right. Who's going to do this in support of Kyrie Irving? realistically realistically Nobody. so Nobody. and turning and, and and going full circle with 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 uh maybe why the Celtics lost to the Chicago Bulls i don't know if this one it goes as deep as uh as mo- most people you know would would have it go yeah in terms of like this i guess quote distractions i think it was a distraction but last thing i say about Jay, love what i love what he he stands for normally i love the way he attacks social justice i think that's awesome and it's just like Separate yourself from Kyrie. Kyrie's just bad news all around, man. Like, well, I mean, they're both vice presidents of the of the thing, so it's kind of hard to separate himself because he would he'd be a hypocrite if he didn't say anything. If you think about it, like, yo, you're we're both. Well, I don't know how many. There's a shitload. I think there's like six or seven, maybe even more vice presidents well, of the Players why Association. Paul, why didn't Chris Paul back Kyrie? Because I don't think he's even in there anymore. Where's the, where's all the other all the, all, the, all the other VPs or presidents of Where's the Players Association? Brogdon. Brogdon is one. He didn't say Brogdon. Yeah. He's worried about, he was worried about his hamstring, bro. I'm going to tell you. Okay, one I'm thing just, at a time. I'm, one thing at a time. I'm just saying, like, Jalen Brown. Brogdon didn't say shit. <laughs> Jalen Brown, love him. Love, I true, and, and, you know, I've come a long way with Jalen. As a basketball player, as a person, as everything, love him. Come on, man. If, the juice line, just, you, know, you got to love it, dude. If he goes, <laughs> he goes down, if he, if he connects himself and – and I think there's something to be said about the people you associate with. Kyrie, 
is not someone you want to be associated with. All right, so then what about when Tatum does it? I think Tatum isn't coming out and saying, I, I just want to show support for Kyrie. Like, Tatum did do the thing that pissed me off when he tried to quiet the crown from saying, like... We was oh, there, bro. I remember. Yep, I know. But that's different than, I think, trying to support some of Kyrie's crazy uh, thoughts, right? Like, I feel, I feel like that's... Supporting him as a human being, fine. Like, okay, as a former teammate, but not like... I think if he wasn't suspended... Yeah, these aren't even... These are yeah. even thoughts, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm still convinced that Kyrie didn't even watch that fucking documentary. No, I, I'm, I'm, I swear, I'm, I'm with you, bro. I swear. It's like when he said he Googled his name or whatever, that popped up, and he was like, man, this this looks powerful. Maybe he watched a little bit of it. Maybe he was just getting into it, and then he just jumped the gun and shared something. I mean, shit, it's like, it, it's like this, but you, it shouldn't be compared to this type of thing, but what I'm about to say, but it's almost like, it's just like you know, shots sometimes I'm like, Three or four tracks into a brand new rap album. Yo, this album is fire. And then it just drops off. After that. <laughs> I'm like, yo, you know what, man? That album wasn't that great. My fault. Like, you know what? I, 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 I removed my cosign. You know, this album is decent. I got I, the first four tracks are fire and then it dropped off. You know, <laughs> it's almost as if Kyrie took that route, but with something way more, you know, uh, damaging. And, and, and on a much bigger platform than, than yeah. Sean and I, you know, yeah. text messaging. Yeah, you know, if, if, if Kyrie doesn't get suspended, Jay doesn't say anything. I feel that way. Well, listen, you want to talk too. You want to talk about actual cause and effect of somebody posting something on their platform. Kyrie posted that video, and then two weeks later, you have three hundred to four hundred black Hebrew Israelites outside of the Barclays yeah. Center. So that's like, the energy. That's energy right there. That's, that's, what that's the impact he has. If, if Kyrie wants to say, "Whoa, it's my platform. I can do whatever I want. I'm not a. I'm not a leader. I'm not a. Yeah, I'm, right. not, a, I'm not that. Not a, I'm not that significant. Right, but, you, yeah. right. but <laughs> a fringe extremist group show up outside of the Barclays Center supporting you. So let's put two and two together. Not only that, but check this out. And looking at his Twitter, he's got 4.7 million followers. Right? It, obviously, it's probably has jumped up. You know, since this whole. Um, you know, controversy has has begun, and while, people just started joining Twitter because of this. Yeah, right. So, uh, meanwhile, Jalen Brown has six hundred and fifty-two thousand followers. So, which which one is more damaging in your in your in your eyes here? Quote damaging when it comes to posting or reposting something that he thought was something else versus Kyrie knowingly to an extent what he was trying to do or what the what he was trying to like put out there. Totally understand, but then right, yeah, people wearing tin hats, uh, starting up new accounts, Twitter accounts. You know, like, oh, I want to join this movement. Like this guy, this guy's spitting right now. You know, <laughs> like jeez, like I didn't know he was so woke. You know, like, <laughs> super woke. Like Joel, you've been there, man. We be in the barbershop or something. Like it's always that conspiracy theory guy. And there's always those conversations, but you don't. Shot it from the rooftop. You know what I mean? Like you just listen, and maybe you sort of, kind of, you know, are into parts of it. As if Kyrie said, like, like Kyrie said, you know, after the suspension and after he was in front of the press again, he's like, man, like I don't agree with everything that's said in the documentary. He was like, well, maybe you didn't see the whole thing. Maybe you missed that part. (laughs) Maybe maybe when they asked you about it, you should have said that. Yeah. Or maybe you didn't realize that that ideology is anti-Semitic. You know what I mean? Like so, some people, don't, they don't get that, that, that these conspiracy theories are damaging to generations of, uh, of of people who have been trying to downplay the, whether you want to call them stereotypes, stigmas, or, you know, uh, uninformed 
conspiracy theories, I guess, you know, or uninformed opinions. Unwoke, thing, so to speak. Uninformed opinions, I get it. Not knowing the full story, I get it. But Jalen Brown has come at people for not knowing the full story, pull the post and, and retract that stuff. Mm, yeah. Right? He said, hey, doesn't matter. Like, you can't, he, he's been against that and now it comes back to him. And it's like, he's not gonna, he's not gonna hold himself to that same standard. That's a little. That's a little bit of where I draw the line. A little hypocritical. No. All right. All right. Fair. My reading glasses on. Okay. <laughs> All right, yeah, that little sarcastic little. Thing, I don't know. I was, I was a little surprised by that too. Yeah, man. Just own up to it. You try to keep it lighthearted, though. I get it. <sighs> I don't know, man. I get. I get a lot of mixed feelings. But hey, hopefully they can move on. He's a different kind of dude, yeah. man. We've yeah. been talking about this for years. You know, he's just he's different. He's different. Yeah. But uh, I think some Southern fans are starting to wonder if he's more like Kyrie than we than we thought, you know, than, than what meets the eye. And we're 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 like everyone has uh, PTSD from the Kyrie years. <laughs> well, I mean, shit. And you would think Jalen of all people would, because remember, I felt like shit. I felt like he didn't like Jalen like the first like year and a half or. Not only that, because until after he left. Yeah, not only that, but he was the one that like sacrificed the most while Kyrie was here. Yeah. You're, you're, he's in the starting lineup and he's out of the starting lineup. Like he was a role getting, player. Though. Yeah, like you're getting yeah. your shots. You're not getting your shots. Oh, do you play defense? Oh, yes, he can play defense. So it was like, yeah, I get yeah. it. It was like, are you a 3 and D role player? And Jalen was like, no, I'm an all-star, David. All <laughs> right. You know, Gordon Hay was going to start over me. And then it's like, all right, cool, whatever. Harry's <laughs> like, yo, I'm, you're a 3 and D role player if I say you're a 3 and D role player, right? And Jalen Jalen <laughs> said, you know what? <laughs> Fuck you, bro. <laughs> yeah. He's like, don't, 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 don't put – Education reform in front of me. Like, come on, man, we're neck and neck. <laughs> take your, take your, here? take your few months of fucking Duke education and shove it up your ass. <laughs> Yo, he's not the same player no more. Okay, can I fucking get my spot back? Now? All right, anyways. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyways, let's uh, let's look ahead, man. We got a marquee matchup tonight, man. So let's get right into it. Um, this is Chicago <laughs> talk. We're on to Dallas. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't even in Chicago talk, it was more Jalen talk than anything else. Yeah. Well, they're all yeah, they went hand in hand. Yeah. They got enough. They oh, so you so you, you too sway you think that because of this whole you know, Jalen thing, that's why they lost? Oh no, I'm not saying that's why they oh, lost. Right. But um we have to talk about it. No, no, I, I, know, I, know, definitely... yeah, no, I know. I'm not saying we didn't have to talk about it, but Yeah, I'm not right. saying why they lost, but it's definitely why they lost. Anyway, that's <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, we got. Uh, I would agree with you if he had a shitty game, but he didn't have a shitty start. Game. Maybe off to a bad start. I give you, I give, yes. I give Jalen that much, that much credit because he was definitely trying to like fight the case on the court, man. It's like, yo, why are you going into triple teams? Like it was, it was kind of weird. If you rewatch that first quarter, it was like, man, Jalen's really trying to uh, take over right now. Yeah, Tatum was like, hey, man, I heard what you said. Ball's yours, bro. Let's go. Ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you got one quarter. All right, bro. You got one quarter. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need the sticks back. All right? Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. So, anyways, we got uh, <laughs> we got a matchup that, to be honest, if there's one game on the schedule every year that I look at and potentially am nervous about, it's this one. It's Mavericks coming to Boston. Uh, and throwing the Thanksgiving Eve, it should be a very rowdy Boston crowd. Luca plays really well in those type of away environments. Uh, it's going to be a big game tonight. Can they bounce back and get from a Chicago a loss to Chicago? Can they um, 
get the home cooking that they're looking for. Uh, Thanksgiving joke right there. Oh, shit. I didn't see that one. There you go. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Travel to Boston, 7.30, tonight, Thanksgiving Eve. Big one. What do you guys think? Yeah, it's a tough matchup. It is because of, um, uh, obviously, Luca and, and, and what he does on the court. But also, man, the, the, these other guys, you know, they, they can defend well. They can um, close up the corners. You know, I, I felt like the Chicago Bulls did a really good job of just, just clogging up the, the lanes for the, you know, for the, for the Celtics' offense, but also getting back on defense, right? Like transition defense. Yeah. I, I think that's what's um, going to really make Dallas tough for the Celtics. But um, the second unit has got to bounce back here. I, obviously, Michael Brogdon had a whole – had a big part in that against the Bulls, but um, he needs the other guys too as well. I mean, that's what's strengthened this team, their depth, right? I think that's what extended this winning streak almost a 10 straight. And um, if they were to start a new one, I, I think that's what's going to have to trigger this one, you know, in order for them to get a win here against the against the Mavericks. Yeah, I'm looking for Marcus Smart to have a, a big game, a big bounce back game, because I don't think he was happy with his, uh, his performance uh, against the Bulls, though he wasn't on a minutes restriction. That might begin to happen as, you know, this next week or two goes on. But I don't know. I just feel like he always has a good game against Dallas in general, especially when they play in Dallas, but they're not in they're Dallas. playing tonight in here. I get it. Oh, yeah, that's his hometown. That's right. But, yeah, to piggyback on Sway, uh, you're going to need – the Celtics are going to need White and Hauser to step up because they're, they're you know, kind of invisible against the the Bulls. Yeah, I was going to say, what happened to that Derek White that was taken over the last, like, two or three games? Seriously. The Bulls, he was nowhere to be found. Anyways. Yeah, it looked like game two, uh, Derek White. Yeah. <laughs> right after game one. The bench and stuff were like, yeah, Brogdon too, <laughs> in general. Yeah. Uh, all right, so that's that's the night before Thanksgiving. The hottest team in the NBA right now is? The Celtics. <laughs> Sorry. If Sacramento Kings, Cap Zone, Sacramento. Kings. I was like, that's not funny, Joe. <laughs> they just Anyways, streak is over. All right, they're not the hottest team in the NBA. Uh-huh. They that, put their clothes back on, and they're not, they're not streaking anymore. Have that title, uh, Black Friday matchup in the Garden. Drapes back. Is Drapes still over there? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He's actually the the play by play guy, if I'm not mistaken. How we missed this opportunity not to get him on a podcast? Damn, we we really missed it. Really miss this one. Uh, let him enjoy his turkey, Dave. We'll talk to him later. Yeah. All right. See, hey. see Kyle, Kyle never says no to us anyway, so it's it's a, it's, a, it's an open invitation anytime. But hey, yeah. you know. Yeah, I, we'll call him Thanksgiving night if you want to, all right? I know, right? <laughs> we'll, call him, we'll call him Christmas morning. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> you, we'll you know what day it is, right, guys? Yeah, all right. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. put your kids on hold and talk to us real quick, all right, <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know we're at commercial break right now, but can you hop on a couple podcast real quick? <laughs> He's like, yo, the Kings are the hottest team in the NBA, man. I got you. I got you. Let's do it. <laughs> we just talked nothing about Celtics, nothing nothing about the Kings. Yo, yeah. hey, you know, if, if you are happy about the Kings, now, I, 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 know, I know we may have talked about this. I just bought League Pass this year, so I've watched a lot of Kings games. And I feel, like every week, I feel like every week is a different team with you. First it was the Pistons, now you're on the Kings. Uh-huh. What's up? Pistons, Pistons-Kings combo. That's ah. the ones I've been watching. They are never on after- that. <laughs> Basically every and they play your favorite players Ivy out of out of all Jay, the twenties at all the twenty uh, seven Ivy's an absolute beast that, all, that's pretty good he's at pretty all the twenty seven teams you could choose watch from. out if they get the number one pick overall this year they're going to be an instant contender with that that what they have around uh, potentially Winyamba or whatever the fuck his name anyways Kings they're not going to you got it right Winyamba after the Kings again three uh, 
third game in a row at home for the Celtics. The Wizards coming to town. Bradley Beal and crew. Um, not having a horrible season so far for the Wizards, right? I mean, they're sort of uh, floating around there, seeing what uh, they've put up. They've had a couple big wins against the Heat recently and the Grizzlies, so they, they sort of get up those big games, but um, that's on Sunday, and then looks like we got a little bit of a back-to-back uh, with the Hornets coming into town as well. So Monday, Celtics-Hornets, so four games, Mavericks, Kings, Wizards, Hornets, Four games at home, first four of a six-game road trip. We'll probably get on before the uh, the last two there, but uh, that's what we got. Anyways, Mavs, Kings, Wizards, Hornets, all at home. Uh, I don't know. What are you guys feeling? Couple, couple, couple tough battles in there. Back-to-back thrown in there. What we got? Three and one. Who they lose to? <sighs> the Wizards. Yeah, the Wizards game sticks out. That's a tough one. Sunday, 6 p.m. Never good when they start before 7. <laughs> On a Sunday. On a Sunday, no. Sway, what you got? 2-2. Two and two. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I think the Celtics are going to uh, they're gonna get humbled real quick. You know what I mean? A little bit. I, I, I don't think they'll lose number one in the East, but it's going to be – they're only going to be ahead by a little bit. You know, I, I don't know if it's going to be that much of a gap. I do think they have a chance to create some space within the next couple of weeks, but this week it's not going to be easy. I mean, again, these teams they don't have the greatest record, but they, they're talented and they have they're, they're tough matchups for the Celtics. They have size, they have the some of them have the depth, but again, like I just don't know where this where the second unit stands. I mean, obviously Malcolm Brogdon's going to give you a whole lot. Marcus Smart, you're not quite sure where he's at. He's still trying to work his way back a little bit, so. The tough, it's a tough transition for the Celtics right now. But at the same time, you have to um, you have to think about what what Malcolm Brogdon was saying after the Bulls game with that you, you you essentially have a target on your back. And I think a lot of teams in the East they they want to uh, they want to show that they can beat the guys at the top. So I, I think you're getting that that type of energy as well on top of you know guys not feeling 100 percent and still trying to uh, you know still trying to find their stride right now between guys like Marcus Smart and and uh, other guys in the second unit. No, yeah, no, I, I, I agree that that point that uh, that Brogdon that he he's essentially like every team is going to give you their best, no matter their record. So especially you know when they're playing at the Garden, but and it's inevitable you're going to lose games. That's how you bounce back, right? So let's see how what they got in them. So it seems like Sway thinks that Jalen Brown absolutely derailed this month for the Celtics if he's going two and two there. Uh, I think <laughs> not putting this all on Jalen. Get out of here. I think <laughs> stop trying to make it a thing, man. That's not a thing. Don't do that. It's not a thing. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna mark this on the calendar. When did uh, Jalen Brown make those comments and then watch the record? Why are you trying to put the same weight of of Jalen's actions as if it's what Kyrie did to Brown? You know, get out of here. No, like, that's a that's a distraction. Like what Jalen said and did is not. I never said that. I never went that far. I'm just saying <laughs> something happened. And you got that feel to it. You definitely, yeah. definitely got that feel to it. You're doing, you're doing the the opposite of what of what we did last season. It's like every time they went on some sort of, you know, two or three game win streak, we're like, is this where this is where they're going to turn the corner? Now you're trying to say like, is this is where they're going to like fall apart because of this? Yeah. No, they say fall apart this season, man. We good four zero. I think the only thing I'm looking out for is if the, if Jason Tatum is questionable against the Mavericks tonight. Yeah, yeah, his ankle. I just saw that. So. Yeah, he was. We asked him about it after the Bulls game, and he told us that um, 
that he was fine. It wasn't that big of a deal. So it could be more of a precautionary thing because you think about what happened with Marcus. I mean, Marcus sort of kept that to himself until one day it was just the swelling was too much and the team was just like, oh shit, like we got to keep an eye on this for like the, the, the rest of the year. So I think yeah. the Celtics are doing the same thing with Tatum, but it's more of a, uh, let's see how much the swelling is, how much swelling is still there. Um, you know, a couple hours before tip off. So hopefully he'll be all right tonight. Yeah. Smart, yeah. smart said, smart woke up one day was like, I can't put my shoe on. Like, this is bad. It's yeah. like, he went to the he went to the dogs and was like, "Is this bad?" Ah, they were like, uh, <laughs> yeah. They're like, "What the fuck, man?" You could have came in here a week ago. We could have fixed this for you now. Yeah. Uh, so here's the deal: Tatum doesn't play tonight. Okay, Jalen. Okay, the stick. All right, I'm done with that. All right, that's four and oh, Celtics lock it down. That's looking ahead. All right, well done. Let's uh, let's take one last trip before Thanksgiving around the NBA. With Joel, in case you missed it. Let's see what we missed, Joel. In case you missed it. In case you missed it. In case you missed it. Or you could say around the dinner table, huh? Hey, 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 You know, pass them dishes around, you know? <laughs> all right, in case you missed it. Aside from all the controversy surrounding, you know, Kyrie's return from suspension and, of course, Jalen Brown's uh, comments uh, supporting Irving, the Nets, uh, they were unable to beat the 76ers in Ben Simmons' return to Philly. The Sixers, by the way, were without Joel Embiid, James Harden, and Tyrese Maxey. While how bad did Simmons get it in Philly? While the while the, the Philly fans they gave it to him, you know. Other than the Bulls, obviously that was a given. You we already knew that was going to happen, but you know, yeah, I love when they asked him about it beforehand. They were like, he goes in Philly. Do I think Philly's going to let me slide about what happened? No, there's no way <laughs> Philly's going to let me slide with that. Like, they're gonna they're gonna be mean to me. I'm I'm ready for it. Yeah. So other than the Bulls, the Fuck you, Ben Simmons. You know, the the usual shit, right? Other than, other than that, Ben Simmons had a, a, a near triple-double, 11 points, 11 assists, and and uh, seven rebounds, and then 115-106 loss. Uh, afterwards, uh, Simmons said, and I quote, I feel like I'm in a good place. I'm happy. I do what I love. To be out there and having that experience was amazing, end quote. So it's off the toilet tip. What is that? <laughs> That's actually what was on the t-shirt. You know, somebody had done the crowd. Softest too. No, no. You just got you, by the 76ers without their top three players. You finally have your top three players back. Andrew on the road, and you're happy with that performance? And a- See, this is, that's my next. that was my next thing, right? I'm on my next point here. Too bad your Nets teammates don't have your back, bro. They, they essentially they didn't even want you there, right? They're, they're, they're still like, why did, why did James Harden leave? So... They couldn't like, even pull out the window. Like, they're sitting there like, worst trade of all time. Worst <laughs> trade of all time. Still. So, I mean, yeah, it's, I don't know. Bro. It's, this whole, this whole experiment with uh, the Nets is, and I, and I love how some of the talking heads nationally are, are still like, no, if they can, uh, you know, get above 500, you know, they're still going to be a contender. And it's like, okay, all right. <laughs> when no, do we- I, th- I think their ceiling is a top first round knockout. Uh, like playing, yeah. I mean, I don't see them doing anything differently than they did last year. Seriously, no, you're right. Yeah, that's I don't know. Anyways, in case you missed it, good news for the Phoenix Suns fans, like our own uh, Tim Tunis, uh, according to TMZ, Devin Booker and Kendall Jenner have split up due to their quote busy schedules. I hate to see it. The Suns right now sit at the top of the uh, of the West as we're recording this podcast at eleven and six. After handing the uh, five and eleven Lakers another L Tuesday night, where um, if you guys 
didn't see it. Pat Bev ejected for uh, pushing uh, DeAndre Aiden from behind after uh, Booker committed a foul on uh, Austin Austin Reeves as both Aiden and Booker were uh, kind of taunting Reeves after the foul was committed. I did uh, I did see that and was watching a game with Tim last night. And, uh, yeah, Patrick Beverly is just an absolute man. <laughs> <laughs> I never know. Yeah, he really is. Yeah, I, I want to hear your take on that. <laughs> I think two, two things I looked at that, I'm like, okay, first off, Bev is absolutely <laughs> a maniac. And then um, eight is just a, dude, just a soft-ass big man, dude. Like, I don't know. Awful the entire game, and then got decked by Patrick Beverly do nothing like you can see Booker mouthing like yo stop pushing people when their backs are turned type of shit like you know but yeah Booker did uh you know he did receive a attack and uh I believe Aiden did as well for the quote taunting after the fact uh if you're also wondering LeBron didn't play surprise surprise the Lakers team man they tried to get something going last night and uh yeah I mean you got you know rumors that that Westbrook might get bought out and he could, uh, if that does happen, he could potentially sign with the Heat. I don't know if that, that goes through or not. Remains to be seen. All right. Uh, last but not least, in case you missed it, Shaquille O'Neal. He has a docuseries on HBO dropping uh, today, actually, titled Shaq. How creative, right? Uh, it's a uh, four-part docuseries about the Hall of Famer as he opens up about his 19-year NBA career and many other aspects of his life. So. Uh, those who have been watching inside the NBA, they've uh, been playing <laughs> clips from clips from it and kind of been like making fun of them toward a sort of way. Not like Shaq thinks it's like, oh, you guys are like supporting me, but it's like, nah, man, we're just making fun of you. But but I do, I am interested in watching this uh, this docu series on uh, HBO and HBO Max. So something to uh, to watch over the long weekend. Certainly, uh, yeah. Yeah, Ernie was talking about uh, what was he highlighting? How many free throws he had missed? Like career free throw misses? Like yeah. why would they? Why would they point that out in the document? <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> Shaq's like, I definitely didn't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, he was like, one was it one made three pointer? That one three he made? Or like, <laughs> Shaq's like, I don't remember this part. Like, why is this <laughs> why are you guys showing this? <laughs> That wasn't in the that wasn't the final edit cut that I got sent to me. What the hell? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's definitely not a highlight of my career. Why is this being brought up? Right now? Why, why, what, what? <laughs> awful, awful. So yeah, uh, check that out, and uh, that's going to do it for this edition of In Case You Missed It, Thanksgiving edition. So uh, follow us on all social media platforms at Causeway Street. Hit up CausewayStreet.com for all your Celtics news, rumors, and opinions. Subscribe to Causeway After Hours. That's at patreon.com slash causeway to enjoy exclusive content. You can listen to podcasts such as the after show and the one-on-one with sway podcast. Plus you're automatically entered into our Jersey giveaway that we do so often. So that's causeway after I was on Patreon and catch our world cup hot takes on there as well. <laughs> and also before I forget, wherever you are enjoying this current podcast rate and review us, that goes uh, a long way. We would greatly appreciate it. Only if you like it. <laughs> Only if you like it. <laughs> now we enjoy we enjoy all all, all reviews, all comments. <laughs> Charlie, like, don't be skewing our numbers. Yeah. <laughs> don't be going on there giving us ones because I don't know. We appreciate our honesty, right? Cause we give we give it right back. It's all good. It's all good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> all right, I got it. <laughs>
right. <laughs> so no, we hope you all enjoy some turkey and some football, both the World Cup and American football. <laughs> yeah, man, we can never say that before. It's the first time we ever right? uh, say that this time of year. It's just weird. Yeah, I, it's not hot outside when you know during the World Cup. It's just the weirdest thing. And the new episode, uh, our, our World Cup preview. <laughs> you don't want to miss out on that. Uh, check it out. Check us out. Yeah, patreon.com slash causeway. Also, um, I got a, I'm a really interesting conversation with uh, Goran Dragic. Now, hear me out, Sean, before you say something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Dragic, probably his best playing days are behind him. And, you know, people are like, oh, what are you? What could you possibly talk to Dragic about? A lot. All right. He's a, he's a veteran. He's been in the NBA for a while. He's got plenty to, to, to tell, and especially, um, I want—I asked him about his perspective on this, um, just the Brooklyn Nets team, and you know he was over there last year. Now he's a member of um, the uh, Chicago Bulls, and um, just the, the the contrast and the differences. And he also gave me uh, his uh, his two cents on this whole on the whole Kyrie Irving suspension. It's really interesting stuff. So um, yeah, be on, be on the lookout for that exclusive one on one 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 with Joe Sweat. It's gonna be my season two finale. So signing up will get you uh, signed up for. A, all of our after hours episodes, season one, all 40 episodes, including season two, which we're in the middle of. And you'll get all the episodes of my first two seasons of one on one with Joe Sway. My conversations with guys like Marcus Smart, uh, man, who else? Uh, the late, great Kobe Bryant is in there. A very special episode for season one. Uh, I also have uh, conversations with Grant Williams. Um, who am I forgetting? Isaiah Thomas from when he was, um, Vince Carter for the last, the last time he played. At TD Garden, uh, I got a chance to talk to him, of course. Vince Carter, probably, what was it, after one of the last games of his career. I mean, he's got plenty of uh, stories to tell, and, and he talks about how the game has changed so much over the last 20-plus years. So, um, yeah, you're getting a lot. You're getting a lot for your subscription. Again, that's uh, patreon.com slash causeway. So check us out. Hell, yeah. And, and let me get the Dragic say uh... – I made the wrong choice to go to the Brooklyn Nets last year. <laughs> wait, wait, no, I thought what he said though. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be putting those false quotes out there. But yeah, it's, it's um, it's interesting. It's really interesting. And it's almost right. one of those where, like, one of those conversations, and you guys could, you guys would be able to tell. It's one of those conversations where you feel like he's he's trying to hold back, but he just couldn't. He was just sharing a, a lot of, of his, you know, of what he thought about the whole thing. So it was good. It's really good stuff, man. Um, I, I talked to him during the the net series, and this conversation is just so different compared to the drawage I got back in April. But um, yeah, man, check it out. Patreon.com slash Causeway. All right. I'm going to leave it there. And until next time, happy Thanksgiving. And we hope you uh, enjoy the time with the family and uh, yes. give thanks. And, uh, you know, Love appreciate, appreciate uh, all the all the blessings that we have for us to, to, to be here and be able to. Uh, you know, not only uh, record and give you all our perspective on the Celtics and other things, but, you know, able to uh, to be with our families. And that's always the most important. You know, family is the most important thing. This sounds like the prayer before dinner. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you, know how, you know how we say grace in my house? We say happy Thanksgiving to everybody except Kyrie Irving. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone goes amen at the same time, all the dudes at the same time. Exactly. exactly. Amen. <laughs> hey, we out, everyone. Peace. Uh,